Hey, what is up, guys? And welcome to Batch Pad Podcast, where we are two bachelors who have never really watched ABC's The Bachelor, and we sit down and review episodes right after they air. My name is Scott, and I'm here with my best friend, Tyler. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing all right. I've uh, we. It's awesome that we are recording again this week. The second time. It, yeah. It feels it's like a it's, lot of Bachelor this week. It feels like it's been so long since I've talked to you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Five hours of Bachelor this week. Oh it's my a gosh, lot. it is a lot. Uh, it's I I might even say it's taking a little bit of a toll on me. It is, uh, in good ways and bad. Me, it, for me, it's mostly bad. Yeah, um, but uh, I am a little like agitated coming into recording right now. Why is that? Uh, I you know we talked about our puppy Echo, mm-hmm. and uh, she's just being a real. Uh, a real jerk. <laughs> uh, I came as home. As all puppies can be. As all puppies can be. It's not her fault. I want to clarify, I love my dog. Did you try kicking it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't kick puppies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's a that's a you territory. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I came home today, and this place was a real pee palace. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pee palace, yeah. How many, if you had to guess, mate, how many puddles there were. I, I mean, I lost track after four, mm. and I kept going from there. So I'm going to mm-hmm. say probably in the ballpark of six. Mm-hmm. Although one of them, I, I I really looked at it, and I'm like, either this is two pee sessions on the same spot, mm-hmm. or it's Onyx. It could be. I mean, I don't really think it was him, <laughs> but it was just so shocking how much, how much pee was there. Pee was there. I, I think maybe I could start training him to just drag his butt around <laughs> he's so furry like he could it could be like a Roomba <laughs> he could be like our walking Roomba cleans up all the dog stuff oh, around the house. you know what that would be okay with me uh and you know I it's only fair she cleans up after him a little bit that's true he is the sloppiest dog eater I've ever seen <laughs> he will just chew on food and then like look around and every time he moves food falls out of his mouth and <laughs> Echo's always there to pick up the pieces. And prior to this, he would just leave it there. Yeah. Like he would never Every go back to it. Every day we would be it. cleaning up food off the floor. Yeah. Like he wouldn't go back to it. It's like, it's on the, this floor food. It's I don't contaminated. Want it. It's like the girl from Signs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Echo goes around and cleans up his food. So if he could go around and clean up her pee. That would, yeah, mutually beneficial. Yeah. It would be, it would be great. Have ourselves a little ec- ecosystem here. An ecosystem? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the show. Uh, we, we This is a little bit of a bonus episode for us. Uh, it's not a bonus episode of Bachelor Pad, but it's a bonus episode of The Bachelor. Uh, and so uh, we have, at the same time, a lot to cover and so little to cover. Yeah, I felt like it was two hours that could have easily been 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. Uh, but there, nevertheless, there were some big things that happened. There were. Not only like for the show, for our listeners, but just some hilarious moments. There were some some good things. So let's dive right in. Uh, I My first reaction to this episode immediately out of the gate was, let's see how many times we can uh, be reminded that Peter speaks Spanish. Mm. Yeah, so they're now in their second Spanish-speaking country. Yeah, so they went from uh, Costa, they went Rica. Costa Rica to now Chile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he like starts off the episode with speaking in Spanish, mm-hmm. uh, letting us know that we're in Chile. 
and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm getting a little tired of it, especially because sometimes his Spanish seems really decent, and sometimes it's like it's not great, dude. Like I know high schoolers that speak better Spanish than you. Mm-hmm. I am really happy with how it opened, though. Because it opened right up where we left off with McKenna crying. I feel like uh, for the last several weeks, that's just all McKenna's been doing. Yeah. She just cries about everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, you might have this for a tweet for us, so I might spoil it. But we <laughs> saw a great uh, meme earlier of, uh, like, I think I've seen this face before. And it was McKenna, you know, crying at, next to Grumpy Cat. Yeah, that was actually from later in the episode after. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But, I mean, <laughs> I, it's not from later in the episode. That's just from McKenna's resting yeah. state. Like, yeah. McKenna is grumpy cat. For sure. Like, she's just always got a frown on her face. Uh, so we pick up right with that. And uh, But <laughs> the, the best part of that for me is it's like the girls are all like, we open the episode. The girls are clinking glasses. Yep, they're sitting around a table. And Tammy says, you know what? Let's get this week. Let's get last week behind us and let's start fresh. Yep. And immediately McKenna goes, yeah, that's such a great idea. Uh, so let's talk about last week. Yeah. And then she starts talking about the how she's still upset about the no cocktail party, which then triggers Victoria F. She's like, yeah, you actually kind of did have a fake cocktail party. Yeah. And so then there's a little back and forth that happens there. And McKenna's like, uh, it's, it feels like you're blaming me. And it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> Victoria F. Straight called out her BS. Like, and then, like, in her interview to the camera, called her a weepy woman. <laughs> we- <laughs> a weepy woman. It's like witchy woman. Ooh, ooh, weepy, weepy woman. woman. Yeah, just like See that. See how much she cries. <laughs> I could do this all day. Yep, so uh, Peter shows up, and then they all put on a smiling face, and uh, he comes and just invites Hannah Ann into a solo date. Hannah gets a one-on-one, uh, which I was, man, I, I gotta be honest, I'm, we've been a few weeks removed from Hannah drama, mm-hmm. and I'm still over her. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's just something just fake about her still, Yeah, that I just, I'm, get her off the screen, I just don't want to see her. Yeah, every time I see one of her, she has these uh, very Hannah Ann facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, that I I just could I could do to live without. Mm-hmm. For sure. But he goes on this one on one date with Hannah Ann, and in uh, like a voiceover, he says, uh, "You know, I just keep I keep wondering about Hannah Ann's age. You know, basically saying if she's ready for marriage or not." And uh, but it just kind of made me laugh like i keep wondering about hannah ann's age and it's like well you can ask her yeah you can always have a conversation <laughs> like that's a that's an option for you which he does to his credit um he has a deep conversation with her and he asks her if she's ever been in love which is you know i think is really what he was getting at when he mm-hmm. was talking about her age mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with the number it's about her life experience and she had the most bizarre comment i've heard on the show yet what was that she said that she had been in a relationship that was three For and three a half years. years yeah and but it like she wasn't they weren't in love with each other mm-hmm. and i'm like what why are you in, why did it last so long why are you in a relationship for three and a half years that you're like we don't love each other and i i don't know it just made me it's commitment 
That's not commitment. That's uh, convenience. Yeah, probably. I, but it, it made me think like, what was that between like uh, like sophomore and senior year of high school? Like, yeah, maybe. Like I, that's the only context in which I can imagine being with someone for three and a half years and not loving them. I think my favorite part of the date was the old couple that uh, they mm. ran into on the road, and uh, they're like talking, having a good time, and then they bump into this old couple. Yeah, and Peter asks them like, "Hey, what are the what's the key to love?" Mm. And so he gives them four pieces of advice. He says, communication. Yes. Patience. Yes. Tolerance. Mm. And love. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. So the secret to love involves love. love? Yes. Well, you heard it here first. If, you, if you're trying to love someone, you just got to love them. You know, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, maybe... In the course of the conversation, this was a longer conversation that got edited, and the older gentleman, like he was, he was advanced in years. Yeah, uh, maybe he forgot that the question was about love and not about what's the secret to a long relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but he also just kind of like slapped truth with him. It's like, oh, what's, yeah. what's the secret to love? Just do it. Yeah, and I think it's it's kind of interesting too because uh, like the whole like premise of the Bachelor is like trying to fall in love and get married and do these things. And the bachelor very much treats love as an emotion oh, as yeah. something that's uncontrollable. Yeah. Uh, where very much, I think love is a choice that we, we have to choose every day. I think so. And I would say that, uh, as two bachelors, mm-hmm. uh, we're, this is our mansplaining right here. Yeah. Uh, that like, yeah, if you love someone, love them. Like, and if you don't, don't like, but there's no, it's a little bit of Yoda. Mm-hmm. But if no, you're looking for it to be a feeling every yeah. day, like eventually that is going to go away. That's going to die. That's going to die. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit like Yoda. There is no try. Do or do not. It's like, that's love. But yeah, that was pretty hilarious. That, I thought it was pretty funny. That, yeah. that older couple. Uh, I, I liked them though. I kinda, the older couple? I kind of wanted them to be on the show. I'm like... They, they were definitely more interesting. Can we just pivot to Go these? back to them, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I think my second favorite part of the show was in their conversation together at the table. They both talked about how they just hated things that are superficial yeah. and they don't want to be superficial themselves. Yeah. And they're both very much superficial. They are both so superficial. I'll give some credit to Peter. He, I think he wears all of the emotions that he feels on his sleeve. Like he's very, what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's what you get is not all that deep. Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas I think with Hannah, I think that she is being very intentionally withholding and maybe even deceitful. Uh, and she's not like on the surface, her whole picture. I think Peter is on the surface, his whole picture. It's just not a very vivid picture. (laughs) And I, I think maybe what it is for me is maybe, I don't think Peter thinks, in advance. I think he's very much just always thinking about what's happening right then. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, which I think helps explain like what he does to McKenna later in the episode. Yeah. Um, but we'll get, we'll get there when we get there. Um, I, I just gotta say though, I really, uh, like, so he, they're on their little one-on-one, they have their powwow and he's just like, I don't feel anything from you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's cause she's a sociopath. 
so I loved what she's, so he's, they're talking and he says, what do you like want out of this? And are you in this? Are you capable of this? And her response was, yeah, you're, you're everything I've been taught to desire. Yeah. The, everything I've been brought up to want. And it's like, Ooh, that's not, but what do you want? What do you want? Yeah. Like it's, uh, just because you've been brought up to that doesn't mean that's what like, you really want. Yeah, what she's saying is you're everything my parents would want for me. Yeah. And it's like, that's a very, to his point, that's a very little girl type of answer. Yeah, she's, she's young yeah. and she acts young. She does. Like multiple women on the show. So he walks away like, I yeah, need a he's minute. He's like, hey, I need some alone time. Uh, and then she comes up to him and just crocodile tears. Like, I really don't believe her. Do you? I th- I think she, and I, we talked about this in a previous episode, I think she's lying to herself and so I think she thinks it's real. Mm. But I don't think it's legitimately how she feels now. Yeah. I I feel like that's uh, as flattering and fair of a depiction as you can paint. But I think the funniest part of that was she comes out to him crying, and the first thing Peter says is, this is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I think Peter's just obsessed with giving roses to crying people. (laughs) (laughs) It's his kink. Yeah, like he's like, Dang, I was feeling disconnected, but you just started crying. So <laughs> here's a rose. Well, it just goes back to what I said, I think, a week ago, or it could have been earlier this week, that Peter's just, um, it was earlier this week. It was about Kelly, that he just really is obsessed with this idea of being the savior to a damsel in distress. Mm. Yeah. And I think he mistakes crying for like connection. Like he sees the emotion in it and feels like it's actually directed at him. Yeah. And is making these like false connections in his mind between it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. He he sees any kind of he sees crying as like uh, vulnerability, which it can be, but isn't necessarily. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, like I can cry. Actors cry all the time. But they're not being vulnerable. They're being fake. Like they're acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Peter just in his mind just equates all. Uh, crying with vulnerability and truth and honesty. And uh, that's just. Yeah. And I think that's why he struggles in believing women that are saying opposite things is because, well, they both cried, so they can't both be lying. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're they're crying. So everything that they're saying has to be the truth Mm -hmm. because they're crying. They're being vulnerable. They're being real. But uh, nonetheless, I don't believe her. Uh, We flash back a little bit uh, because then we, you know, uh, get our second date card. So then we know who's going on the group date. Yep. And who gets to go on our second one-on-one? Our second solo date is Victoria F. Victoria F. So She's the first lady to get a second solo date. I thought Hannah Ann got a solo date. I thought both of them got their own solo dates. Did Hannah get a solo date before? I'm pretty certain she did. Did she get the first solo date? No, Madison got the first Madison solo date. Madison got the first solo date, but I'm pretty sure Hannah What was got Hannah's first first date? Well, now you're challenging me and I might be wrong. So I'm going to back off my thought. I just really I thought, honestly just don't remember. She yeah. might have. Very much could have. Because there's a reason why she's been in the front forefront of our minds and our top fours and stuff. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel very confidently that she did. But yeah, I, I'm... 
didn't she wasn't she the one who that had like the little country concert? Not the Victoria F country concert, yeah, but the, the other country the concert, country the no name country yeah, concert. Yeah, I think she was. <laughs> that might have been. Maybe yeah. they both had their second solo solo I, dates. I think this they week. did. Yeah. I think that both of our solo dates this week were repeats. Uh, but Victoria F's was much more like recent. Mm-hmm. Of a, well, yeah, it was last last week. No, two weeks ago. Well, it's three weeks ago. It, no, it's a little tricky because it was two weeks ago, but we just recorded on Monday, so it was a week ago Monday. Okay, yeah. So uh, Victoria F gets a solo date, which, of course, sets McKenna off. She is driving me crazy. She loses it on this one because she still hasn't gotten a solo date. Yeah. And, well, here's the thing is none of the girls made a big deal about Hannah getting a second solo. They but didn't. they did make a bigger deal about Victoria getting a second solo. But I think it was more the the recency of it all. It could have been just because they they it was relatively soon. Yeah, yeah. they j- she just had hers. But yeah, McKenna goes like, "This is not happening," and like freaks out, melts down, and even says, "I'm just gonna pack up. I'm gonna leave." Which we find out she did. She did pack up. Like sh- she was not sure if she was even gonna go on the group date. She ended up going on the group date. Yeah. But she had packed before the group date, fully expecting to just leave right after. And then acted so weird on the group date the whole time. Like, at least, like, everything that she said in the two-camera interview was just really and uh, it was cringy. What did you think about, like, the group date? Um, so the group date, uh, they go on it was the kind set. Of an, it was kind of an Inception group date. It was like a show within a show. Yeah, yeah. They go on the set of their own telenovela. And uh, it's not a real telenovela. Like, they just kind of, like, you know, point cameras at them and, you know, give, give them, them a lines little script and, and said, yeah. Here, read this, yeah. Uh, which, I mean, I guess is kind of fun, but it also makes so much sense that The Bachelor would have its own telenovela. Yeah, that would be, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, because they're both equally ridiculous, overdramatic, and super unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, so they do the telenovela thing and, you know, I thought it was kind of a fun idea. Yeah. Well, I, it f- seemed to me like all the girls actually had a legitimately good time at it. Yeah, I would say so. There wasn't a whole lot of drama from it. No, there really wasn't. I the think closest thing to drama was McKenna being upset that she got the, the, the f- role of being the maid. The French maid outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she ended up being the main love interest in the telenovela. Which just made her life. Which is why she ended up not leaving after the group date. Because she said she finally felt seen. Yeah, exactly. Through this faked... <laughs> show overly scripted uh poorly acted Mm -hmm. show i i had a lot of fun with the group date i thought it was interesting i thought it was a unique concept um i thought it was like uh you know culturally appropriate Mm -hmm. you know like telenovelas really are a big deal um for a lot of spanish-speaking cultures um and uh, so, you know, I thought it was fun. I My favorite thing, though, was uh, Kelly being cast as the grandmother. The grandma, the yeah. Abuela. Uh, she, it was perfect casting because she is so much more mature than Peter. <laughs> and all the other girls. <laughs> and all the other girls. Like, if anyone is going to be the, like, sage wisdom giver, it's going to be Kelly. And she just had a lot of fun with it and even like went off script and tried to be like this sexy grandma and yeah. even made a joke about like incest because yes. of course like they're trying to get together still but right. Um, 
No. Yeah, it was super funny. It was fun. And and I did like to see, like, I feel like after Monday, we're starting to see more and more of Kelly's fun side. Mm-hmm. Like, because she is very mature. She's very serious. She's very real. Yeah. Um, but we're getting to see that sort of more playful side of her. Mm-hmm. Which I, I also like. really thought funny, uh, ironic, was Tammy She talking about how she's such a great actor because of how mean she was in that scene that they were in and how she's normally just a really nice person. I'm the nicest person here playing the meanest uh-huh. person. I deserve an award. And it's like, oh. Yeah, I think she's talked crap on and has been uh, more mean and called names to more of the other girls than anyone else on the show. Oh, yeah. She's definitely, of all the girls, she's the meanest by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she's very, like... Now, I'm not going to say that the thing she says is wrong. No. Like, she is pretty accurate in a lot of things that she says. Oh, yeah. She but just, it just does it in a mean way. She has zero tact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zero tact. Whereas, you know, several weeks ago, uh, we had a big conversation on the show about Sydney using a lot of tact with Alea. Mm-hmm. Tammy has zero tact. Yeah. Very different. And uh, every time Tammy talks about another girl to Peter, it's just not great. Yeah, it's a little nauseating. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you know, can you just focus on you, you know, and and him and I mean, I get the whole thing is bizarre and weird, but it definitely seemed for me in this episode that Tammy is in it for the W, not for Peter. Mm. Like I think she's just super competitive. She is very competitive, yeah, and she's just trying to win. It's possible. Um. But, you know, anyway, so McKenna drives me crazy. Yep. Tammy and her get into a, a a lot of fighting throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. One last thing about the group date. Chris comes in at the end as Peter's dad or grandpa. It, uh, his dad, Papa. And then uh, he's like, then says, no, like McKenna's actually your aunt. And like, there's like some fun joking around with Peter. Uh, we're, uh, unfortunately, because this episode is happening so recently after, uh, Monday, you know, it's Wednesday now, uh, we won't have a Chris's corner today. So this will serve as Chris's corner. Yeah, this is Chris's corner. Uh, that, uh, I, I feel like Chris is born to be in telenovelas. (laughs) Like (laughs) he was funny. He was super funny. It was my most enjoyable part of the whole telenovela was his part. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, he just comes in, he's super funny, hams it up great. Uh, like, you know, it, it just goes to show you why he's our fearless leader. Mm-hmm. He just comes in. Mijo. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> With that ridiculous mustache. Yeah, the, the fake mustache on. Yeah. Uh, I definitely reacted to that. I was like, oh, no. Like, because I saw him come in before he has a line. And, like, mm-hmm. they're kissing and he comes in. I was like, oh, no, because I saw the mustache. And uh-huh. I was like, this is going to be funny. And he delivered. It was hilarious. Yeah. So everyone seemed to have a great time on the on this date, and so now they're getting ready for the cocktail party, and it opens with Natasha saying, um, "Now I just hope there's no drama tonight." And you know that was just the editor's little nod to us that like mm-hmm. buckle up, stuff is a brewing. <laughs> buckle up, it's about <laughs> to get crazy, and it did. And from this point on, we had a pretty interesting episode. Yeah. Uh, so right away. At the cocktail party, uh, Peter pulls Victoria P aside Mm -hmm. and just really, like, out of left field, uh, tells her, I don't see you as being my wife. 
yeah, he pulls her in the one-on-one and they're talking for a little bit. Actually, apparently they talked for like an hour because the girls even talked about like, man, it's been a while. Have you right. guys seen what's been happening? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pete goes on to tell her that he isn't sure about her, that he doesn't really see her as his wife. And so then she just says, can I get a car? Like, I'm done with this. She even says, uh, can I or just a cab. get a cab? Yeah. Can I just get a cab? Like, I, I don't even want a car. I don't want anything to just do with get this show anymore. Just, just get, get me out of here. just need to get me out and uh, he, that's the most I've liked Victoria P in a while. Though. Oh, me too. It was also the first time I think we've seen Peter be truly direct with someone. That's true. That's true. He up to this point, the women are kind of blindsided by the choices he's made. Yeah. And he just was real direct with her real straight, uh, which I appreciated. And uh, so he takes her, he, he says, can I take you, can I walk you out? And she said, you don't need You to. don't need to walk me out. But like, he does it anyway. He does it anyway. But it was, it was very much her tone was like, no. Just please leave. leave like, I don't get out of my out sight. Of this room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so done with you. And he walks her out to the car and he's putting, putting her in the car. And he says, uh, you're going to make someone really happy someday. She goes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Star Wars. I love you. I know. I know. Uh, like she was over it. She was just like not wanting to deal with him anymore. Oh yeah. She's, she was tired of him for sure. I, I think that she is probably the most happy to be off the show that I've seen anyone this season. Mm. Like she was like, bye Felicia. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I think she was upset. Sure. At like just Peter's reasoning. Oh yeah, sure. But yeah. I think she was also very happy to just be done with it. Yeah. I, I think that she saw potential with the two of them. Um, and so she wasn't trying to get off the show. I don't mean that. I don't mean like she was like, I'm just leaving now. Like McKenna said. Yeah. I mean, she seemed like one of the few who were genuinely trying to make a relationship happen. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to some of the other ones who definitely feel like they were on it for the fame. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Victoria P unceremoniously uh, leaves the show. Um, and, uh, Tammy in like in the midst of this starts getting really aggressive with McKenna. Well, that's not quite yet. So Peter then walks back in and tells them that Victoria P is gone. And he says that he asked her to leave the show. Yeah. Which wasn't exactly how it went down. No, not quite. I mean, she left the show but he said, you know, I don't think I could see you as my wife. And then she's like, then I'm leaving. Yeah. It, it, it felt very much it was her choice to leave. It did feel that way to me, too. Um, I, yeah. Both of us, as soon as he said that to the girls, both of us looked at each other uh-huh. like, is that really what happened? Not like, exactly a truthful telling of how it went down. No. Yeah. Some uh, details were left out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that she was so sick of me by the end of our conversation yeah. that she just didn't even want to see she my She thought face I was anymore. a child. Yeah. And so she wanted to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he tells her that, or yep. he tells the girls that. And then he asks Maddie for some solo Madison time. to walk away, and they go out in front of the hacienda where they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the stand-in for the bachelor mansion... Uh, and they have like a, a romantic moment. Yeah. He says, Hey, I have a little bit more of a script for us to kind of go off of. And so they do a little back and forth where in the script it, like he says, like, I want to, or she wants to see if he really cares about her by a kiss. Right. So they do this kiss. And then in the midst of that, you hear like yelling going on in the background <laughs> and then it 
we also then cut and see all the things that are happening. It's not just that we hear it in the background, like it's from Mike's. It's from the couple out front. It's yeah, from no, Peter they and hear it. And like Madison it stops their kiss, it. and Madison's yeah. like, "Do you hear that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So McKenna and Tammy are getting heated at each other, uh, and I don't honestly remember. Did Tammy start it? Tammy started it. Yeah, Tammy started it. Uh, she's just super aggressive. Um, like it just very, very aggressive. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause she was, she basically just called McKenna out on her packing her bags and now saying this was the best day of her life. Right. Exactly. Uh, and McKenna like gets feisty back. Mm -hmm. Um, and Kelsey tries to step in and defend McKenna. Mostly I think just because they had, she had beef with Tammy in Costa Rica. Uh, so it's like, uh, it, it's just because a, it was Tammy versus Kelsey la- the week before. Remember? Well, where Tammy went and before. said stuff about her to Peter. Yeah. And now it feels very much like she's going to say something about McKenna to Peter. And so I think she's just kind of combating still from that last week. Yeah. It's a little bit like the enemy of my enemy is my friend mm-hmm. kind of a thing for sure. Um, but Tammy like <laughs> doesn't even want to address Kelsey. Like, she just keeps, like, yeah. shutting Kelsey yeah. down. Stop talking. I'm not talking to you. Yeah. But uh, she comes out uh, hard on McKenna and calls her immature and young and a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, McKenna says something like, are you calling me immature because I'm young? And, and Tammy says, no, I'm calling you immature because you, you act like a child. Uh-huh. And it was like. And once again, Ooh. she, the things she says aren't untrue. But yes. the way she do- goes about saying these things are very mean. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, borderline cruel. Like, yeah, McKenna like, wasn't McKenna Wasn't, wasn't starting anything. Like, wasn't, yeah. yeah. Also, why do it in front of the other girls? Like, you could have even, like, said, hey, can we chat? Well, I think for Tammy, it's sort of like she was hoping for safety in numbers. But I don't mm, know if she you She was noticed. wanting other people to join in. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but by the end of the fight... It was just the three Tammy, of them. Kelsey, and Matt everyone else had left. McKenna they were like, the "I'm not involved." Yeah, in this. I, don't want I think they're all so done with all this. Yeah, junk. they're like, I've, "Can we leave? Can we go in the other room?" Uh, I I would like to imagine we don't know this to be true. We don't see it, but I would like to imagine Natasha was the first to get up and leave. Well, we did get a little side from uh, Natasha where she calls out Tammy uh, for just being yeah. the drama queen and starting things and. Really just kind of calling BS on all of Tammy's things. Yeah, which I think is fair. I think, like I said earlier, I, I think Tammy made it clear that she's in it for the win, not for mm-hmm. any relationships, whether that be Peter or friendship or any, like she's just single track mind. And then we got to hear Tammy talk about her truth, which is, oh. that got mentioned again. And then I think it gets mentioned again later in the episode too. McKenna. McKenna has a my it. truth yeah, my moment truth, too. Yeah. And so... Yeah. I don't I understand. I hate the my truth. Like there is, there's only one truth. Yeah. Uh, my truth, if I'm going to tell my truth, I'm going to tell my story about me. Sure. Not my yeah. story here's about you. Here's my experience. Yeah. Or here's how I felt. Yeah. Not this is what happened. Yeah. My story about you is not my truth. That's just my perspective on what you did. Mm-hmm. My truth is my story about me. Mm-hmm. Like, here's my truth. Here's what I did. Here's what I learned. Here's, you know, that's what my truth is. And it's getting thrown around awfully loosely. Uh, so, so Peter goes back in and finds them and asks and gets some solo time with McKenna and asks her what happened. And so McKenna just kind of 
tells all and says Tammy was starting crap with me and um, she's just mean and uh, he really reassures her like I I trust you and I want you here. Well, he doesn't use those words yet. He uses those words later with her in a one-on-one. In that moment, he uh, he basically says like I don't want whatever just happened to affect you, which mm-hmm. I thought was great. But he did reassure her in in a couple different ways. Y- yeah, sure. Those yeah. weren't exactly the words he used. For yeah, sure. Yeah, but uh, Tammy, I feel like though, is like a tiger mom in the making. She could be, yeah. Like she's just like if if that's your thing, if you're really looking for some, if you're looking for a tiger mom, like someone who's going to be the, uh, just ever present, a little overbearing, a fierce little and dominating, fearsome. Uh, she's your girl. Yeah. You've said from day one how much you like Tammy. I so. really liked her a lot. This episode really, I think, uh, over the last two episodes, she's been, she's been going down for sure. Wearing on you a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. She's, uh, she, I used to think she wasn't in the drama and what seemed like a really cool, just fun to be around type person. Sure. And, uh, these last couple episodes, she's kind of been in the middle of all these things and very much seems to be kind of the person who starts them too. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe not uh, the reason for the drama, but she's certainly instigating of more drama. Like she just is like stirring up. Yeah, she's taking it on herself to try to purge these things that aren't her things to purge. She's a little bit the relationship police. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think ultimately it's because she's trying to win. And so she's seeing fouls in these other people and trying to say, uh, here's the flag on the play. Like, we we need to penalize this person for this. So what do you think? Uh, we'll get a little insider for some people. Enneagram, is she an eight or a one? Um, or a three? I, I'm sure some combination of those three. I don't know if she's just one of them or... Sure. Um, but I, yeah, as far as a primary, um, probably more of a three, I think. I could feel that mostly with her, uh, just competition, competition, wanting yeah. to win, want to be the best. Yeah. So anyway, moving on, Victoria yep. F gets yep. a one-on-one. She gets the solo date, the second solo date. They go to a horse ranch. Yeah. They ride some horses. They watch a horse show. Yeah. Uh, the guy rides up though. And in my first thought, Marcos, this really lovely elderly Chilean man, rides up on a horse. And my immediate, my immediate thought was, how funny would it be if Victoria's like, oh my gosh, that's my ex-boyfriend. That's my ex-boyfriend. I can't. <laughs> can we go? This is making me very uncomfortable. Like, Victoria, he's like 60. <laughs> <laughs> he's got grandchildren. What were you doing dating him? He's been married happily for 47 years. It's just really uncomfortable for me. Can we go? (laughs) Uh, So they get their their little one-on-one. I also thought, like, how many more cultures can we exploit on The Bachelor? Mm. Like, all these, like, uh, hyper-traditional cultural expressions just feel a little bit exploitive to me at this point. Mm -hmm. And especially because Peter keeps trying to talk to all of them in Spanish. Yeah, none of the people seem like they really want to be there, but I'm sure they got paid a decent <laughs> amount, and so they're like, all right, we'll do it for the paycheck, but this my, is disrespectful. <laughs> my, my big thing is it's like, 
I wonder if they even like in this like whatever that they were doing there, if they even normally dress like that or the producers came in with like, like wardrobe. Here, we want you to really dress like these traditional ways. Here are these ponchos, put them on. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was very much produced. <laughs> it felt that way. It mm-hmm. felt a little, uh, it felt very uh, disingenuous. Yeah. So they have a really good time. And then they go and they're sitting out on a wagon talking with each other. And then Victoria F. seems to indicate that she's not quite sure if she's really feeling it. Yeah. And so that kind of freaks Peter out. And then they kind of separate until their dinner. They come back and Peter tells her like, hey, what you said really kind of freaked me out. Yeah. And then she uh, she ends up, I mean, they share uh, some thoughts and she ends up, doing kind of what Peter did to Hannah Ann early on. She goes, I need a minute. And she gets up and She goes and talks to a producer. Yeah. He's talking to a producer. He's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Like, I really like her, but she's not giving me anything right now. Well, the thing that bothered me is in his interaction with her, he, he seemed to indicate that he's like, I, I want you to be a hundred percent committed to me. Mm -hmm. Like he's looking for that at this stage. And it's like how bizarre and immature and unrealistic and, and I don't know, maybe even misogynistic is it for him to expect her to be at 100 when he's at best at 10% because he has 10 other women. 10 other women, yeah. Well, uh, nine now because Victoria Peace. That's gone. true, nine. <laughs> uh, so at best he's at 11% or whatever the math yeah. is on that. Um, but, yeah, it just really bothered me. Like That it's like, along with... He's spending so much time with all these other women. How much time does he has he actually spent with her? Yeah, absolutely. And he's like demanding a hundred percent commitment from her at this stage. And it's like, yeah, that's. I feel like he's asking way too much of these women at this point. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. And I think that it's a running theme. I think they did the same thing with Kelly on Monday, uh, where he was like, you know, I just don't feel like I'm giving you so much, and I don't feel like you're giving me anything. And it's like. What do you mean you're giving her so much? This is her first one-on-one date with you. Well, and her response was way better than Victoria's. She was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't know each other. But Victoria cows to it a little bit. Like, yeah, well, she, she, one, would not look at him in the face. She was looking every other direction. And the one time she did try to look him in the face, her eyes shut. Yeah. Like, she could not bring herself to look at him. And then uh, she never really gives an answer to anything. Yeah. But for some reason, he gives her a rose. Peter says, okay, you want this rose? And she says, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she says, of course. Yeah, like, like duh. duh. Well, and to me, it was like, would you like to continue traveling the world with me for free? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she says, yes, takes the rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though this entire date, uh, like you had mentioned to me when we were watching it, you were like, there was no resolve to that conversation. Zero resolve. Like, <laughs> I still have no clue where she stands on her relationship with Peter right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think Peter knows where they stand. No. But she got emotional a little bit. She didn't cry, but she got, you know, uh, I would say more uh, cagey than she wasn't cry. She was cagey. Uh, but to Peter, any sort of emotion is vulnerability. So, therefore, mm-hmm. she's being truthful, and it's great. Yep. So that happens, and then the next day, they have another knock on the door. What? And they're like, wait, we've already had the two solo dates. What's What's What is this? 
and uh, I don't remember who answered the door. Probably, I think it was Kelly. It was Kelly or Madison, one of the two. Either way. Yeah. It comes out that McKenna and Tammy have a two-on-one date where Peter wants them to come to the cocktail party early and he wants to have some discussions with them. Well, and he says... Which doesn't really feel like a date to me. It's not a date. <laughs> and and uh, even in the card, he says... Enough uh, is enough. Enough is enough. And it's like, okay, this yeah. is a confrontation. Yeah, it's Peter's, an ambush. Peter's done with the, some of this stuff. This is not a date as much as it is, yeah, uh, a sit-down. Yeah, so, so they both get ready for the cocktail party and, and head over there and... Peter just comes to them and says, hey, I want the drama to end tonight. Yeah. And uh, so he starts going into some solo time with them, and he uh, talks to Tammy first. And then Tammy tells him about how McKenna packed her bags before the group date, which really threw Peter off. Yeah, not expecting that. He even said, he's like, wait, this this group date? Yeah, like, the group date from today? The one we just like had? earlier yeah. or yesterday? Yeah. yeah. And she was like, yeah, she was not feeling it. And so she packed and was ready to leave after the group date. Yeah. And that's the only really big thing that came out of their, their yeah, solo time. That was it. And so um, she goes back and her and McKenna have some kind of a small interaction where. McKenna tries to be a strong, independent woman, but does it through tears the whole time. And it's super not believable. And just like trying to just remember inspirational quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think if, uh, I think if she, I, th I think if she had uh, just recently watched a rom-com, we would have heard some direct quotes. It felt mm -hmm. that way. Uh, and so and I think a lot of that does just come from her lack of age and experience. Sure. I think she doesn't yet know how to articulate her own thoughts and feelings. And so she's pulling from things that are similar to how she feels. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, to Tammy's earlier point, like she does act like a child and mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, all the best to her, but she was not ready for a, the only thing that cries more than a baby is McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a new phrase. Like, Oh my gosh, that movie was so sad. I cried like McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the new phrase for sure. <laughs> uh, so then he gets his solo time with McKenna. Yeah. Um, and I don't even think anything really came out of that other than she just said, I, she admitted it. She was like, I did pack my bags. Yeah. Um, but our group date changed the way I was feeling. And I'm actually really excited about how things are now. And Tammy's just mean and aggressive and all these things. And then they kind of go back. So the, the big takeaway for me with this was both of them just spoke. I would say pretty close to objective truth about each other. Mm-hmm. Like Tammy just said, she's immature and she's, you know, pouty and, you know, uh, she's not here for the right reasons. That was the one thing that we didn't see a lot of, but that she indicates that she's had a lot of experience with McKenna being uh, in it for the hashtag. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, whether that's true or not, we don't know. And uh, I don't think we even need to speculate on it. Uh, and then McKenna comes in and says, Tammy's just mean. And, you know, like, it's like both those things are true about each of you. Mm -hmm. uh, and so. So Peter goes back and has the conversation with the two of them. And he says, hey, this two on one was on purpose. Uh, and I don't want to go forward with both of you. So only one of you is making it past this. Yeah. And so then he looks at McKenna and says, 
I trust you. Yeah. And I believe you. Yeah. And so Tammy, uh, it's time for you you to go. Yeah. And so he walks Tammy out. Tammy's like, I hope you're making the right decision. She gets in the car. She leaves. And then McKenna's feeling pretty great about herself. (laughs) And she even like when, when Peter's walking Tammy out has the creepiest laugh slash smile I've seen on the show yet. It was very, uh, disturbing. Yeah, it was something out of a Joker movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it was just so... Like, maniacal yeah. and, like, manipulative and, yeah. like, I fooled everyone. Self-satisfied. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it freaked me out. Oh, for sure. Uh, like, I was like, dang, like... Not a good look. <laughs> I wouldn't have kept either of them at this point, but mm-hmm. I probably would have taken Tammy over McKenna just from that moment alone. Oh, and we did move past one thing that I did want to mention. Oh, okay. Uh, in McKenna and Tammy's interactions together, yeah. McKenna says, honey, you're nothing to me. Oh. And then Tammy goes, I'm everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I don't even know what that means, and how are you that full of yourself? <laughs> it was it was so, uh, but, uh, yeah, she, uh, like, she thought of that. I could tell very in the moment, and you could see as soon as she said it, she was like, oh, this is so this great. Is, like, I have the greatest <laughs> comeback. The best, I have the, best, the greatest yeah. comeback right now. Mm-hmm. I will give Tammy this, though. I think she um, knows who she is. Oh, yeah. And she is very confident in who she is, and she's not going to change for anyone. And she even talks about, like, I think Peter's looking for a trophy wife, and I'm not a trophy wife. Yeah. Uh, I think for myself, I, I do what I want. I, I And I think she's right on the money about that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's some of the uh, struggle that Peter's had with Kelly as well. Because Kelly's like, you know, I want a power couple. I want a partner. Yeah. I want, you know, and you just seem to want... A damsel in distress that'll make food for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, smile all the time and mm-hmm. look pretty in photos. Mm-hmm. And you know, Like one of the things he said he loves about Hannah is that she's the goofiest. Right. Which I get that. Like being able to joke around with someone is great. Yeah. But there's much more important things. Oh, yeah, when it comes to, like, paying bills, raising children. Mm-hmm. Uh, Being there for people through sickness, difficult times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, at least we can goof around. <laughs> <laughs> you might have uh, you might have nothing to do with me when I'm not feeling well, but at least we can goof around. Yeah, you can make fun of me when I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I could not believe that he sent... Uh, Tammy home without sending McKenna home, mm-hmm. but then we go right into, into the, rose, the ceremony. rose ceremony, and he gives them all some one-on-one time. Yeah, but none of that was really impactful at all. It was all pretty quickly done because we're honestly in like the last fifteen minutes of the episode at this point. Yeah, very quick, and so it goes really just pretty much straight to the rose ceremony. Yeah, and uh, in the rose ceremony, uh, he gives away some of the um, uh easiest roses i feel like to give away uh but he starts off with kelsey which i was like not my first choice no yeah. i would have kept mckenna and tammy over kelsey kelsey but, was my least favorite of everyone that was there so but uh nonetheless he gives kelsey a rose uh he gives kelly a rose but kelly was the last one kelly was the last one but i'm just you know mm-hmm. uh uh he gives natasha a rose mm-hmm. and then victoria f already had a rose hannah already had a rose and he gave madison a rose yeah and so it came down to Kelly, Madison, and uh, uh, no, Sydney. It, it came down to Sydney McKenna. McKenna. I keep saying, I keep, 
the M's yeah. keep mixing me up. McKenna, Kelly, and Sydney. And uh, I got, like, looking at the three of them, like, mm-hmm. we have that camera shot of, mm-hmm. like, the building the drama. And uh, Kelly just looked like, what will be will be. And Madison and Sydney looked like they were looking at the last helicopter out of Saigon. Yeah, Sydney was a little bit more, like, worried and maybe probably what it should have been. And, like, more natural, like, kind like, of nervous. Oh, what, like, what's yeah, what's happen? happening? And McKenna was just, like, off the rocker. Like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, <laughs> like it looked like her life depended on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so he ends up picking Kelly. So McKenna and Sydney both get sent home. And I just got to say, that was kind of a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did you keep McKenna around? For an hour. For an hour. (laughs) Just to send her home in style. Like, it was just send her home with Tammy. Say, hey, I'm not feeling it with either of you guys. I'm just going to save you guys the time and the trouble and let him him bounce there. Like, why put her through that? She was feeling so good and confident. I trust you. Yeah, he went out of his way to say, I trust you. I'm like, I'm I'm vibing with you. I'm interested in this. Also, I'm sending you home in an hour. (laughs) Good luck to all of you. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It was, a, it was a for sure a jerk move. It was a jerk move. I'll agree with that. Uh, but I got to say, I of of all the girls remaining up there, definitely would have sent home McKenna and Sydney. Over Kelsey? Over Kelsey. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably would have done McKenna and Kelsey out of all them. But. I know you were feeling Sydney a little bit, but I just... I, She's just way too uh, young and immature for me. Not nearly as much as McKenna, mm-hmm. but still, just like she's she's just too unpredictable. Maybe, I mean, I don't feel like she really did anything unpredictable in the show. But. No, no, I don't mean in this episode. I just mean like in general. Like she's kind of like up and then down and then up and then down. Like it was just like well. Yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling just it. Just kind of blown around by the wind a little bit. Yeah, blown around by the wind. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's uh, that's not something that you want uh, when if you're in Peter's shoes and you're really looking for this to be a forever partner. Mm-hmm. You don't want someone who like could be mature one days and immature other days. You just really want someone who's going to be steady as she goes. You know. Yeah. So interestingly enough, we've gone from 15 people at the beginning of the week to six people now. So we eliminated nine people this week. We eliminated five on Monday and four today. Which is the biggest elimination to date. Yeah. Week one, we only eliminated eight people. <laughs> and this week, we eliminated nine, which is kind of crazy. Like, it I was is. not expecting to be to six people at this point in I, the show. I wasn't either. Um, and I don't know if this is normal, like, to be at this many at this point. Obviously, you and I really haven't watched The Bachelor, but from everything that I've been reading, everything that other people have been saying, none of this season is Is typical. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, So we have our eliminations. That was kind of the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, And then there was the preview for next week. And so I do have to say, not excited to whatever makes Hannah Ann cry like that. That was the fakest cry I've seen. <laughs> and just the sounds that were coming out of her. Like, I'm just not looking forward to that on Monday. All of ev- all of her cry just felt so... It felt very fake, yeah. Fake and over the top. And, uh, yeah, so that's what we have to look forward to. 
Yeah, so we're down to the top six. So I don't even know if it's worth us going over top fours now. Like we're in the top six. Do you want to say who we still want our top four to be out of those six? I No, I was kind of thinking at this stage, I didn't think it would happen this early, but I figured at this stage we could kind of shorten it down to our top two. Okay. And like going forward, we can, you know. And then once we get down to our top two, then it's just who do we think it's going to be. Mm. Yeah, I would say for me... Interesting. So I obviously lost Sydney. I had just moved Sydney into my top four last week. Yeah, too bad. And so she's out. Um, I would say Madison's probably number one for me. I think Mm -hmm. she's top on his list. And then Hannah is probably second. You know, uh, I hate to be a parrot. I think it's going to be the same. Every bit of my heart wants Wants to put Kelly. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, those are not my favorites. Yeah, exactly. These are who I think he's who I gonna think pick. He's gonna pick. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, and uh, so I, although I, I don't really have any issues with Madison, I don't, I don't have any issues with her. I just haven't felt like uh, I don't know anything about her really. She hasn't really gotten that much screen time, and the only time that she really does get, she's just kissing Peter. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's like all we see is her just making out with him, mm-hmm. and it's like so. I just don't have anything to. Uh, hold on to her, mm-hmm. you know, where I'm, it's just like you, you're pretty. And Sarah kind of mentioned this in our, whatever week that was our second week of doing this was she thought just by the way that they were doing stuff with Madison, that Madison was either going to win or be the next bachelorette. Yeah. Cause they really don't want to share a lot about them. Cause they want them to be more likable and less dramatic than the others. Right. Build so it's very possible that she's either going to win or that she's the next bachelorette. Yeah. I would say probably next Bachelorette makes a lot of sense for me in this scenario because this late in the game, if they are going to put her as the winner, she has a lot of of uh, equity to build with the viewers. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, nah, like, uh, like, because you could say the same thing for Natasha who like keeps getting roses and like all we ever see of her is eyebrow eyes. <laughs> yeah, but we have gotten a lot more of her personality and like that's true. Like I'm much more excited to see her on the screen than I am to see Maddie because yeah. I kind of know what I'm getting. I'm anticipating the excitement of what is she gonna say and um yeah, I, I think I'm looking forward to if Natasha doesn't win, seeing her in paradise. I feel I feel like she she'll be hilarious in paradise. I feel so confident she'll be in paradise. Yeah. I also think McKenna is going to be in paradise. I'm looking forward to that too. Because she's just too she's too much mm-hmm. drama. Like it, her facial expressions, she wears everything on her sleeve. She's too much too much fun to not ask back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For the producers, you know, like I mean, they don't even have to set things up with her. Like they had to set things up with like Hannah Ann and Kelsey. Like they had to kind of set things up with McKenna. They just sit back and she creates all of her own drama for mm-hmm. herself. Uh which uh, we'll kind of maybe end on this a little bit, but like one of my favorite things about this episode was uh as McKenna is like doing her goodbye to the camera. She says that she wanted to fall in love. And but that she's really more fallen in love with herself. She's more madly in love with herself. <laughs> madly in love with herself. And it was like, well, that's a... It supports the crazy smile. It supports the crazy <laughs> smile. From earlier. Uh, and I think that that's, I think that that's uh, just so true of her in general, is that all of this for her, she's in her own little world. Everything mm-hmm. is about herself. 
And uh, so I think that's going to be a lot of fun on Paradise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just a quick shout out uh, to Ernie and Melissa. Talked to both of them today. They're a, a couple that I know from church. And they just said they've been really loving the podcast. Uh, listen, listen to it every week. Ernie said he he can't quite bring himself to watch the show, but he's thinks we're hilarious and he loves just listening to us. And so, uh, yeah, shout out to you guys. Thanks for being loyal bachelor geckos. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what i'm calling stick. people for sure that's bachelor geckos, bachelor yeah. geckos. Uh, ernie and melissa thank you guys so much and thank you to all our listeners uh for tuning in with us uh twice in one week yeah uh we appreciate you so much uh if you uh have some thoughts that you want to share uh we'd love to hear them you can tweet at us at uh, Batchpad podcast uh or shoot us an email at hello at batchpadpodcast.com yeah but until next week, hopefully next week they don't spring another extra episode on us. I'm looking forward to only having one again. It's messing with my sleep schedule, Yeah, man. for sure. <laughs> uh, but that's it for this week. So all those bachelor geckos out there, we will see you next time. See you guys.